Welcome back to Careless Whispod, the podcast where we're never going to dance again. Uh, because Why is that? Well, our guilty feet have uh, haven't got any rhythm. Oh, yeah. Um, what are your feet guilty of again? Uh, they were actually involved uh, in a fracas outside of a nightclub in Canberra. Uh, they coward kicked someone. I mean, should we, wasn't there. Wasn't, wasn't there at the time. Wasn't there. Yeah. My feet are uh, grand larceny. Apparently. Really? I don't, I don't even know what that is particularly. I don't know how that's different from any other kind of like robbery or anything. Well, what like did that. they steal? Again, I wasn't there either. So. They stole my heart. Ah, and uh, who, who, who does that heart belong to? <laughs> Jeremy. And I'm Gary. Seamless. Seamless. Introduction. Introduction. Welcome back to Careless Whispod. The final the episode. The finale. The thrilling conclusion of season one, uh, I'm surprised we got this far. Well, you'd I, like to think that you're mute. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, we made it. I, I've got nothing better to do. We're here. I know you do, but I don't. And so... Our feet do. I think, well, <laughs> apparently so. Larsening things. Last, just larsening all over the shop. All over the place. Uh, so I think that's a little bit of a hint as to what we're going to cover this uh, episode. If you haven't guessed it yet. It is Careless Whisper by the the late, great George Michael. Uh, our podcast namesake. Namesake, yes. Is Careless Whisper. 
It's certainly a song, isn't it? It is. I'm, look, I'm going to say I'm not a huge fan of anything in this song besides the, the fucking sax solo. <laughs> and that's really why we're here. Um, I, I just want to talk about how how did we get the name Careless Whispod? I think, do we, do you, do you remember any of the other sort of names? We, I think you came up with it, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I, that's right. Were we jamming sort of names? And... I, I wrote a list of names and there was like Pop Rocks because of like the candy, but also... That, that's, that's a bad name. Po- yeah, yeah. And there was Careless Whispod and there was another one. Oh, Call Us Owl. Oh, that, that was, was yeah. I, I like that one. It was between those two, basically, and you were like, "Well, it's clearly got to be Careless Whispod," and uh, yeah, I, here I, we are. Yeah, Careless Whispod. Like, I mean, Call Us Owl is pretty good. <sighs> we could have introduced every episode. I'm Owl, and this is Owl. Kind of. Yeah, thing. it would have been really uh, nice. Um, we could have done something like, "Can I call you Betty?" You can call me Betty anytime you you want me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can call me out. All yeah. oh, right. Okay, good to know. Um, yeah, that but we didn't have, call it that. We called it Careless Whisper. That wouldn't have gotten tired very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the rest of our fucking gags don't get fucking tired very quickly. <laughs> uh, time for it. Shut me up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Heavily edited. Heavily edited episodes. Um, so, look, we're going we're gonna to talk about... The, I mean, we got to. Look, yeah, we have to, right? We have to. We're legally obliged to... Uh, it was part of the plea bargaining deal for the grand larceny that my feet were involved in that we talk about Careless Whisper on Careless Whisper. Can I, can I say I'm a little bit guilty, really, of not... Not just in the feet region. Not just in the feet region. Mm. Not knowing a hell of a lot about George Michael until after his passing, very sadly. Yeah, right. I mean, he was one of those guys... He he was one of those guys, especially for us growing up, was definitely always on the telly. Totally. You know what I mean? Um, his sort of solo career and sort of coincided with us growing up. So he was always on the TV, but I was never a, a huge fan. Um, and, and really, I mean, he sort of hit the headlines for his perhaps more salubrious actions later in life in, than uh, he, public restrooms he, and whatnot yes. of, of, of Europe than uh, he did <laughs> sort of his music so it's sort of but that said I didn't realise until I was a little bit older and mm. I was uh, started taking singing lessons my I asked my singing teacher one time who was your favourite pop singer yep. she said George Michael straight away yeah right and I was kind of like what you know like it does seem like, like a weird choice really what yeah. and and she was the first one to go listen to him she's like forget all the other stuff listen to him and I went home and there's a song he does called um, which is a cover of a Bonnie Raitt song mm. called uh, I Can't Make You Love Me right which interestingly enough Bon Iver did a cover of which I'm not a Bon Iver fan it's a great cover. It's a great cover. Um, but he did a cover on the... Uh, maybe we'll have some playing underneath. On his uh, live... Uh, it's playing now. ...concert. And his voice is just... Perfect. Like, he is an amazing vocalist. Paulie, uh, my good friend from the Snowdroppers... Um, oh, shit. He... The band that will never be named. The, the, you just named, named them? Named. Um, Exclusive to the final episode of Kellis. Oh, we're just breaking all boundaries here. (laughs) We were chatting about it one day, and he's a fan. He was like, no, man, he's a bit of a musical genius. He sort of wrote and produced most 
of his stuff and bringing it back to Careless Whisper. I mean, I think he wrote that when he was young. Like he was, as you, we were talking before, he was still in Wham. He was seventeen years 17. old. Seventeen. He wrote it with Andrew from uh, Wham. But before we get into that, I just wanted to kind of stay on the theme of our kind of introduction to George Michael. Uh, <laughs> and wake me up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, again, I was the same as you. I've always been um, kind of aware of his existence and never really thought a whole lot about him because I never really saw him as like a big influence or as a great singer or as a real standout i just was like uh, that's a thing that just happened as part of pop culture it was never really a big deal uh when we were researching this episode and i say researching in the the very loose sense of the term yeah the, Heavily the, edited. The, the Wispod uh, Bays. What what did you call them last episode? The Wispod... Uh, the, the Wispod Pods. The Wispod Pods are yeah. going to be heavily... Uh, <laughs> working time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to another podcast that I really enjoy called Freedom. And uh, they were talking about George Michael. And they were talking about his... There's a video of him rehearsing with queen and he sang somebody to love whoa and um somebody to love. that song that song that's my favorite line wow I've, I've been trying to get jeremy to sing on the podcast <laughs> all this time all you had to do is just a piss take of uh freddie mercury <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't always hit like he goes for a more minor kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, note sometimes but he fucking nails it and you can see David Bowie watching from the sidelines because he was there to rehearse under pressure with Annie Lennox yeah right uh, which is a fucking great video as well it's a great video. video yeah 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 and then you know there's the footage of George Michael on stage with Queen but the rehearsal footage is great and you see david bowie's like smiling and nodding along and getting into it It just gives you kind of chills but he george michael really fucking goes for it in that rehearsal and his chops are fucking really good he is an amazingly gifted vocalist so i had never really appreciated him until i kind of watched that video and so like the other day uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we're talking about him on this final episode it was just a, a random thing so pulling out for george here we are george michael uh can can you pronounce his real name because i can't let's give it a go hold on I'm, I'm moving my whispod pod around so uh jeremy could see it needless to say um of greek extraction yes uh georgios kirakos panelotu that's perfect yeah I, I don't care what anyone says that's, <laughs> that's a perfect pronunciation there uh so from a very young age, he joined, uh, or he he started Wham with a bit of a prodigy with his uh, school friend uh, Andrew Ridgely. Uh, that was in 1981. They formed. I gotta say, I kind of feel like they're one of the first kind of boy bands, almost. I mean, who else was around at that time? Like in the early, like that. You, 
Like yeah. Hall and Oates were kind of like a kind of blue-eyed soul oh, duo, they, but they yeah, weren't no. really a boy band. No, whereas like these guys were super young. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they when they started, and of course they had "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go," "Last Christmas," all that kind of stuff. What happened last Christmas? Uh, I gave you my heart. <sighs> the heart. Oh, I wanted to tell you about that. Yeah. Um, you, the next, you kept it. Well, right. no, on Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the twenty sixth of the yeah the tw- the twenty yeah. sixth. I the day before my birthday. I had to um, I had to give it away for a good cause. Obviously, uh, you didn't just throw it away, right? Uh, yeah. So careless a, a whisper. Careless whisper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the funny thing about this track... Yes. Um, so he was so young, 17. Yes. And sort of he was still in Wham, as you mentioned, when he released this song. Well, that's right? the thing. This this was written... It was co-written between George Michael and Andrew Ridgely as a Wham track. But then he but also... It, it was heavily featured George Michael. There was no Andrew on the vocals. Where, where Andrew was a big part of the early Wham stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was kind of in the background for this. Yeah, yeah. So this sort of really, I guess, marks the start of his solo career. Solo career. career. It launched his solo career, yeah. It launched his solo career. But funnily enough, he sort of doesn't... We didn't look back on the song sort of too fondly. Well, this is going back to the Human League again. Yeah. Like each Every episode since the Human League, we kind of going back to it. But it's another person who had a really big hit with one of their songs and didn't really... I mean, he's not as... He's not as down on Careless Whisper as Philbo is on Don't Philbo. You Philbo Baggins. <laughs> Philbo um, Baggins. He sort of says... Uh, in one interview, he sort of mm. said, I wasn't secure enough to write something that would expose my feelings. So it's very cliched in a lot of its yep. terms. Um, but he says, it disappoints me that you can write a lyric very flippantly and it yeah. can mean so much to many people. He said a lot of stuff He's, like that in oh, interviews over the years. Over the years. But the other one I like was, um, <laughs> I'm still a bit puzzled why it made such an impression on people. Is it because so many people have cheated on their partners? Is, mm. that, why the, the, is that why they connect with it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it was funny too. I, I watched this really good interview with um, Jonathan Ross and uh, George Michael. They're talking about Careless Whisper. And yeah, George Michael is like, he he's just on the verge of releasing Faith, that album. Yep, the yep. classic. Gotta I mean, have Faith. With, yeah, with yeah. the jeans in the video. Yeah. Um, he, he still seems quite young. He, he says in the interview, you know, I'm 23 years old. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. They, they turn their attention to Careless Whisper. Jonathan asks about Careless Whisper and he says, ah, of course, people still talk about the song, but... I kind of it kind of bums me out because that song was like six years ago, and you're just he's 23 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still and so- one of his biggest hits came out when <laughs> when yeah. he was super young, like 17, 18 years old, and he and he talks about like growing up in public because he he was so young when he was in Wham, and they became super successful. And it's just kind of interesting to think about what that must be like. Yeah. You know, because he, he starts that interview that I was watching talking about how cocky he was and still is and how 
self-assured he is and i can just imagine like growing up like going through formative years Years, with people telling you how good you are that's going to carry over into your adulthood he he became quite reclusive in his later years didn't he sort of i mean when the bathroom the public restroom incident Incident? happened yeah i think he was about 41 years old something like that yeah so that was 1998 that happened he was in a public restroom and i think undercover policemen saw him masturbating or heard him masturbating they had that's possible he tried to uh, solicit solicit some kind of action between another man and then uh, was an undercover cop so he got busted i actually saw that i actually saw this uh <laughs> interview with a policeman about uh the incident and he's like, uh, yes, and we arrested a, a, a supposed pop singer by the, he goes by the name of, and he looks down at the paper like he's never heard of this guy before. He looks down at his piece of paper, goes by the name of uh, George Michaels. <laughs> and uh, Michael, Michaels was in a public restroom uh, pleasuring himself and we heard it and we went and arrested him for doing that in public. So arrested for engaging in a lewd act. A lewd act. Uh, but uh, George Michaels stated... Lewd. I got followed into the restroom, and then this cop, I didn't know it was a cop, obviously, started playing this game, which I think is called I'll Show You Mine If You Show Me Yours, and then when you show me yours, I'm going to nick you. (laughs) Brilliant. But then after that, I mean, this is classic George Michael. He made a video for his single Outside. Yes. um, Which satirized Uh, the sort of whole incident and had cops kissing in it and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and people dressed up as like urinals and all this kind of shit. It was pretty great. (laughs) Not much of a song, but... Uh, but know. the video was was great. He, he had a really good sense of humor. Even in Wham, I, I kind of feel like they both had a really good sense of humor. They were kind of... And he was also pretty open about it. Like, apparently, I didn't know he was sort of accused again uh, later in the 2000s for sort of cruising for anonymous sex. Um, and he was like, yeah... Yeah, it, it's I do it, and it wasn't an issue in his relationship mm. with his partner at the time, and yeah. Oh, that relates to another interview that I watched with him. Uh, he was talking about his sexuality, and this was around the time of the, the bathroom uh, lewd act. He was talking about how his sexuality and how he kind of discovered that he was gay from being told that he was gay by the press for so many years with Wham. He's well, I mean, like... that comes back to what you were saying in terms of growing up in the in the mm. spotlight, right? It was so weird. He was sort of, I've, I've been told for so long that I am. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put himself out there. The, the journalist saw him and said, well, clearly he's gay. And he's like, he was with women at the time. Uh, he had uh, relationships with women for a lot of years and then uh, I think he said his first uh, sexual encounter with a male was when he was 27 years old so there were there were quite a few years there where yeah, he was yeah, with yeah. women and he said it, like he was never dishonest about it this is going back to your point where he was very open about yeah 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 uh, the charges against him he's I was never dishonest about it when I when I was singing when a song was about a woman I was singing about a woman uh, and then obviously later in the years, uh, the, a lot of my songs were about my relationships with men and that was accurate also. 
So I don't know. It's it's he was very kind of open and out there. Always owned his own shit. Yeah, totally. Um, There there should be more celebrities like that. Definitely, definitely. Well, speaking of uh, women, George Michael's life. Yes. Women do feature prominently in the video clip of this guy. Oh man, that is a video. <laughs> I I I never really fully watched it. Yeah, no, we we were just watching it before. It's yeah, it's a video. <laughs> or I I I always saw George Michael with the the big ropes and the chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's all there is to the video. But there's this kind of soap opera softcore porn. porn it's yacht rock isn't it because, <laughs> B- right, there B- is a story. Yacht involved, isn't <laughs> yeah so it's just him uh, getting it on with a with a mighty fine lady so and yeah more power to him i guess uh good work if you can get it yeah so according to that interview that that was during a time when he was Seeing ladies, but we're talking about the song. I wanna, I wanna talk about the saxophone. Yes. Well, let's. I was about to say, let's talk about what the people want to hear about, and that's the sax solo. Uh, so we're launching into our segment, sax appeal. <laughs> you, you told me some uh, trivia about the sax that I didn't know. Some spicy trivia. Yeah. So uh, hit me with it, man. Um. Okay, sax part played by, played by Steve Gregory. He, he was a session player in London. Mm. Ten different sax players, though, tried to do the solo. Yeah, right. Uh, before Old Mate came up with the uh, with the version. But um, apparently one of the challenges was getting uh, so many notes in one breath. So what they did was the engineer, Chris Porter, slowed down the tape uh, when he recorded the solo and then played it back in real time. Uh, and apparently that's how the, the, the solo was recorded. There so, you go. There you go. I read something, I think it was one of the producers on the track was saying that um, they went through so many sax players because they just had to get the right vibe, the right sound, the right everything. And they were talking about how you can never know what's going what's gonna to hit and what's going to miss when it comes to music, but they could kind of tell when they had this sax player in that it was going to That it was going to end well. And, uh, and, and there they are. So that's a uh, sax appeal, unless you've got anything more to add about the sax. Well, I only want to mention that Chris Porter had done a bit of work with uh, Sir Elton. Oh, as well. Nice. And Krista Berg. <laughs> Krista Berg. Krista Berg. Uh, Vince Noir's dad. It is, <laughs> actually, is he on our list? Because if he's not... Uh, let's see. He's about the Paul Notes' Kiss is on our list. Uh, <laughs> bringing it back to episode two. Allons. <laughs> uh, he's not on the list, but uh, what? Lady in Red? Oh, yeah. That's got to be added All to right. the list. Let's add Lady yeah. in the Red. This is, this is our reminder to add Lady in Red to the list. Okay, reminder. Okay. Uh, Mate, that's all about the sax solo. It's just bloody great. Well, I'm going to take it in a different direction. Uh, it's still keeping on the sax. Mm-hmm. There is a parody of the the sax uh, on YouTube mm-hmm. from Kellis Whisper. Yeah. Called, uh, it's a guy who calls himself the sexy, sexy sax, sax man. man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry guys, this is uh, saxophone superstar Sergio Flores. Well, he's got like millions of dollars. Yeah, like, he's like... Have you heard that one? It doesn't matter. You need clarinet. You need clarinet. 
He's above the law, though. No, it's not no me. He's above the law. You're not above the law. He's not above the law. No, he is above the law. He's above the law. Hey, you're going to have to do property, though. He does I mean, his own. Guys well, look at him. He's playing to a baby right now. He's playing to a baby. Right now, he's just playing to a baby. Can he just play to the baby? Hey, Can play like five more times? That video is fucking excellent. I'm going to... I'm adding a link. There was sort of a time there... Where there was quite a few spicy sax-related memes, yeems floating about. Do you recall off the top of your head any others yeah, besides the, the sax? My game? favorite yeah. was Epic Sax Walrus. Oh, I don't know this which, one. Which uh, I encourage you all to go and look up. I'm going to look this up while I'm editing this episode. <laughs> you know what? Interestingly enough, Epic Sax Walrus sort of gives me the same feeling that September by Earth, Wind and Fire does. Yeah, it right. just makes you happy. Yeah. Epic Sax Walrus. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm excited to find out about this. <laughs> but, um... Sax, sax and sax-related yeams. Thank you. Sexy sax man just kind of goes around to public places and plays the, the sax riff from Careless Whisper. and where art imitates life, Gary. And just annoys the fuck out of people by doing it. <laughs> just just like George Michael before him. <laughs> he goes to public places and annoys the fuck out of people. By playing with his sax. Yeah. <laughs> playing with his instrument. Hi-oh! Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to say about the video or anything like that? You know what we should do then? Let's go to our money shots. Oh, this it's so apt, isn't it, in this episode? Like th- there wasn't really a lot to like, talk about. Like, this wasn't I love really... It. I love it how if there is one episode where the money shot yeah. is is more relevant... It's this to, one, Than right? to a George Michael episode, and right? And we're both going to just say the sax. But we're going to say the sax solo. I'm going to say the se- sexy sax man. It's not even anything to do with the song. It's like post-song. I'd say it's not even his best vocal performance. No. I mean, he was so young, too. Totally. Like, it, it was... Yeah. A piece of trivia about the sax. He, he wrote the sax line in his head while he was paying for a bus trip. <laughs> there you go. A little bit of... Spicy trivia there. That should have been in Sax Appeal, but, but I you know, just dropped it now. No, that's okay. Um. <laughs> it, it's weird that we've named this podcast after a song that neither of us are particularly jazzed <laughs> No way. <laughs> Do you think people will know? <laughs> Look, I, I think this is a, a good point to say uh, our money shots are the, the, oh, the sax solo. Let's, in case you didn't yeah. get that. But I think it's a good point to say with the next series... We, we should probably be a little bit more kind of um, strict with what songs go on the playlist and what songs don't. Yeah, stone cold bangers only. I think we should have a, like a session where we sit down and we go through all the songs that are in the list. That's like, a good idea. Like we'll just chuck stuff in when we think of it and then we'll yeah. go down, we'll, we'll go through the list and say, hey, look, I don't give a shit about that song. Like it kind of happened this Series. People with, don't need to know that. I know. Well, there people was. A, need to know that. There, there was a people secret. People don't want to. People don't give away the magic. I'm not, I'm not going to tell them what them it was. Peek behind the curtain, Gary. I'm not going to say what it was, but there was stuff that we kind of came across that never got recorded. Yeah. Uh. So I think. Yeah. I think the next series. And let's just talk about the next series a little Stone bit. Stone Cold Bangers only. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do duets. Duets, series two, duets. And I think... Classic duets. I think we should uh, put our foot down right now and say we're going to have s- s- guests. 
Yeah. Maybe not every episode, but every now and again. We'll, It'd be we'll, nice. We'll bring some guests in. I think I think that's good. It's good for the people. I think know? I think Islands in Because I mean I mean really, if if no one listens to us versus no one listening to three people, I mean it's it's no biggie, right? I think it's funny that we're gonna be doing duets and there's gonna be three, three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've, I think we've got some ideas for guests, but let's not drop anything just in case they don't uh, commit or anything like that. <laughs> or happy to be listening yeah. and, and now don't want to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or people that are listening that want to be guests and we don't mention them, we're going to be bummed. But you know what? Uh, I think we mentioned it before. I mean, we mentioned every episode, but thank you so much, guys, for all your... Uh, support and feedback yeah keep it coming um, uh, yeah if you have suggestions uh, uh, criticism uh, f- any kind of feedback any, any kind of feedback shoot it through any um, facts about songs anything about Kellis Whisper that we've because we really lightly <laughs> skipped over it's really just a little all bit of, of this song dusting isn't it uh, yeah just <laughs> even though we didn't really hit you with some hard facts in this episode it's more in the spirit of what we set out to do with this podcast which is just talk about stuff that that we like that we like or specifically that specifically from our childhood you know that's mm. things that we were exposed to and that we have songs like, memories of songs that we were exposed to uh, yeah yeah songs <laughs> nothing about lewd acts in bathrooms <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so I think moving forward, I think that's probably going to be the the nature of the podcast. So if you don't like it, pal, then then bugger off. Find a find another. There's more, heaps of there's other so really good. That's so much better than this one. There's a lot of... Podcasts are popular, man. They are. They're they are. really popular. People like listening to them. And people know what they're doing when they're recording it. Is it, is it sort of replacing radio? Is that what's going on? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, right. I, I can't even remember the last time I listened to radio. No, neither. I, 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 wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know how to spell radio. I, uh, Ask me to spell radio. Spell radio. Silent J. <laughs> That's is wrong. It, something. Yeah, it's not my joke. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a good one though. It, it is was a delivered well. Good one. It was delivered well. It was it was perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I listen to podcasts every day. I don't. I can't even tell you the last time I listened to the radio. Ask me the last time I listened to the radio. <laughs> when was the last time? You I don't it? have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look, let's wrap it up. Uh, oh right. yeah, yeah. Before we go, uh, first episode of season two. Uh, series two, uh, Islands in the Stream. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, unless, unless you unless guys, you guys got a problem with that, we'll write in and yeah, tell, us tell us about us. it, and then tell I'll us. write back and tell you why. I dare, I don't care. I dare. Um, but I dare. But Islands in the Stream. I mean, come on. Dolly. no one's gonna say not to do that. I want to fucking talk about it right now. I haven't even done any research <laughs> for it yet. Well, to be fair. Well, uh, to be fair. <laughs> hey, I did a light research for this. I one. did a little bit of right light skimming. I listened to interviews and I read stuff. Looked at a picture of George Michael. Yeah. 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 Can, have you got it still? Yeah, it's up here. It's all right. Well, uh, let's go do that. Uh, I've been Gary. I'm Jeremy. And uh, let's have a have a look. Have a look at these. Oh, uh, see, oh, see you. S- you. We'll see you soon. See, see you later. Thanks. Bye. Oh, shit. Oh, see, look at him there. The chest is open. I like that. You can that. tell he's Greek, right? I like that. A little bit, a little bit hirsute. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's it's my a little point. bit hair. 
like a is he's obviously shaved, but it's oh, oh shit, hold oh, on, oh, hold oh, on, I'll yeah. press stop. Not, oh. No, no, sorry. Okay, Man, you, we can just cut that. Cut yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's much bigger.